get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. Today, I want to take you on a journey into the world of user experience, or UX. What is user experience, really? Well, I had a friend of mine call me recently to tell me she had an idea for a website, and she wanted to figure out what it is she needed to build on the website, like what features, what functionality. And I told her, look, the best way to, to tell me what it is you need on the website or what how I can tell you what you need on the website is for you to tell me kind of a story of what somebody would do if they came to your website and tell me what it is from point A to point Z. Tell me a story of what the user would experience on your website, clicking buttons, logging in, seeing things. That's how you figure out what the user experience or the features and functionality are because they're kind of one and the same. And there are really six things or maybe five things that I really look for when it comes to figuring out the UX. And the first is research. So what do I mean? Download apps or buy physical products that are similar to yours, because it could be that you're building a website or a mobile app, but it could also be that you're building a physical product. Let's say you're building a mouse, a mouse and keyboard, right? I use a Logitech mouse and it has certain ergonomic features and functions and buttons on it that I like. So maybe you, you would want to buy or go to a store or whatnot and test a variety of mice to see how they work, what you like about them, what you don't like about them. Ask people what they like about them, what they don't like about them. That's research, right? Figuring out what people like and don't like. Maybe your mouse is some revolutionary new way of interacting with computers, right? Or with your mobile app, you might want to get a bunch of your friends together and say you're building a social app or a social platform. Have them use Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever kids are using these days and ask them what, not only what they like and dislike about those apps, but watch them physically use the apps and see what they're doing, see what they get frustrated on, see what's easy for them to do, see what they're having difficulty doing and things like that. Take lots of notes. The more research you can do about your idea before you actually start building it, the better off you're going to be. And that's pretty much what point number two is, which is using it or usability, right? It's watching people use your product, whether it's tactile or whether it's software, and you, you want to see how they're interacting. The most frustrating thing when you sign up for a new app or a new website is not knowing where to click or not knowing if you're supposed to swipe left, right, up or down. It's very frustrating. So you want to figure out what's the easiest way for people to get to your features? How can they experience your product or your platform a lot easier. Let's say you're building a physical product. Now there's an extremely famous weapon in the Star Wars universe called the lightsaber, right? And the usability, the usability on this thing is pretty marvelous and exciting, right? You have a large handle for your hands to hold, whether one-handed or two-handed. You have buttons that do different things. You have a switch to turn the lightsaber on and off. And, you know, when the Jedi first created this device, they had to figure out what's going to be really easy to hold, not only while you're fighting, but for transport on their hip. And when it comes to, you know, not only holding it, but fighting with it, the usability is super important because it has to be very accurate, right? And the same goes for your product or your platform. Everything has to be easy to use and very accurate. Number three is architecture, right? The information on your product or your platform and how easy is it to find? 
If you have a core value proposition that's difficult to find or the navigation on your website or your mobile app is too clunky, too slow, too hard to figure out, you're going to lose people. Same goes for your product. How many times have you purchased something from the store and the user manual wasn't very easy to understand and the product was hard to put together and you had trouble? Ikea furniture, for example, there's always some leftover screws or leftover parts. You know, the user experience isn't the best for that kind of stuff. So you want to make sure that the architecture, the way that you're navigating your product or your platform is very easy to find your core value proposition. The next point or two are similar because they both have to do with design elements. One is the interaction design and the other is the visual designs. So I'm going to just group them into one point for design. The first part being interaction design. So that means the buttons people are clicking on, the way people are swiping left, right, up, or down. You know, drop-down boxes, navigation menus, tabs, icons, style, your branding inside the app or the platform. When it comes to products, if you have buttons on them, are they large, are they small, are they round, are they square, and so on and so forth. There's a zillion different types of interaction design elements you can come up with. You want to make sure that these are very easy for people to use. And of course, the second part of that is the visual elements. How do they look? What's the color of them? What's, are they appealing to people, right? Do people like the colors that you chose? Did you choose like pink and purple and green and blue? Do those colors go together? Do they clash? Is it hard to see the elements on the screen or the product because you chose clashing? You know, imagine if you downloaded an app and it was literally all pink and, and green and orange and all these different colors that just don't mesh well. And so you can't see the buttons, you can't see the elements, and people get lost and they delete your app, and that's it, you lost a user. And then the last point is number six, content. Where do you place the content on your website or your mobile app for people to find? Or if it's a physical product and you have packaging, where do you place the content to let people know what it is you're selling? Do you need the most important pieces of that product front and center in large print, or do you wanna put it on the back? Do you wanna put the name on the front? You know, there's lots of different things and lots of different ways to figure out content. And especially when it comes to a blog and getting your content out there for videos or podcasts or whatever, you need to have a really catchy title and a catchy description and make sure that everything is easy for people to find so that the most important pieces of the information are right away. They see them right away. They don't have to search for them. And on your website, the most important call to action, it's called a call to action. What do you want them to find on your website or do on your website? That should be the easiest thing to find. That content needs to be immediately available. Now you're probably saying, well, Jason, didn't you tell us in the beginning of this episode that you were going to tell us a story or take us on a journey? Yeah. Well, now, now that you have all these six points and you have all this information and you know exactly what to do when it comes to UX, now you can craft a story. Let's take an example of Bill and Danielle. They are two different people, two different demographics, two different genders, two different races, etc. It doesn't really matter who they are or what they are. But now you want to know, what is it that Michael and Danielle do when they come to your website or mobile app or they, they buy your product and they start using it? How do they feel when they start navigating on your mobile app? What kind of reactions are they giving you? when they hold your physical product and start playing with it. What are the interactions they're doing? How long is it taking them to do things? 
coming up with a story or a persona is important because this helps you navigate and guide people through what your product does. So as an example, the story would go, Michael comes to xyz.com and signs up by clicking on a create account profile, etc. button. He then starts to upload a photo and enter personal information and then navigates to the home screen. And the home screen looks like this. Now Michael finds a really cool button that says upload news article and he clicks on that. And this is the story that you take us through. What does Michael do next? What does he do next? How does he feel when he sees these different things? Danielle is holding a new product that she purchased at the store. What does Danielle look like when she opens the product? Is the product packaging easy to open? Is she frustrated? Is she happy? When she finally opens the package, what does it feel like in her hands? Is it soft? Is it hard? Is it big? Is it small? Is it easy for her to hold in her hands? Is she excited when she uses it? Is she frustrated because she can't figure it out? Tell us a story about Michael and Danielle and how they use your website or mobile app or your physical product from point A to point Z, from beginning to end. And that's how you come up with your UX or your user experience. Hopefully this gives you some insight as to how you can come up with some UX for your own product or platform. And I'll be happy to answer your questions if you leave me a comment. As always, I'll see you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.